This call is being recorded. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Breakthrough. This is World Princess the Finisher. Who's on the line? Good morning. Good morning, Yvonne. God is good all the time. Yeah. Amen. Have a great day. Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Good morning. Good morning, it's Barbara. Good morning, Barbara. Good morning, it's Priscilla. Good morning, hey. Priscilla. Hey, good morning, good morning, everybody. It's Dion. Hey, hey, Trolina. Hey, 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 good morning, Dion. Mm-hmm. Good morning, love bug. I just want to let you know I'm sharing this morning. Lizzie is um is out. Just FYI. Oh, okay. okay. Going on mute. Okay, no worries. Hey, good morning. Good morning, you guys. This is Mona. Good morning, Mona. And I want to just thank you guys for uh, praying for my mom. I love you guys. She's doing better. She's um, at home. So I just want to just thank you guys. Oh, praise the Lord. Yes, praise God. I'm so grateful. Thank you. That's a good report. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning, family. This is Pam. Good morning, Pam. Good morning. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Vision. This is World Census to Finish, and I'm the reader this morning. Anyone else like to say good morning? Karina, can I please ask? 
your back problem? Yes. Okay, we'll do, Susie. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Anyone else I can say good morning? Good morning. Good morning. Who was that? Jamila. Can you say it again for me? Jamila. Jamila, good morning. Good morning. Anyone else I can say good morning? Good morning, it's Sister Tracy. Good morning, Sister Tracy. In Psalms 118.29, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Anyone else like to say good morning? In Psalms 92-1, it is good to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praises to the Most High, God. Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Bridges. This is where Princess is finishing, and I'm going to greet you this morning. Anyone else like to say good morning? In Psalms 105.1, give thanks to the Lord and proclaim his greatness. Let the whole world know what he has done. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. This is Sister Shante. Good morning, Sister Shante. Anyone else? Anyone else have to say good morning before I get started? Okay, before we move forward, we ask you to mute your line so that we can proceed. Hello, my name is Torina, a.k.a. World Princess of Finisher, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Be sure to stay tuned in with us for the last couple of days of November for a monthly theme, Glory and Honor has been filled with phenomenal, inspiring messages from our wonderful and gifted declarers. December will be even better, so be prepared to be blessed. There are two announcements today. Please join us for TNT Bible Study with Pastor LaVere Jones tonight, right here on this call, from 7 to 8 p.m. Pacific Time. Second, if you've been blessed by the call and would and would like to go into it, please visit declarevictory.org or paypal.me forward slash declarevictory. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusted in Him. There is no prayer request from the app, but we have one spoken uh, prayer request from Susie 
please, she has having back problems, please pray for her, for her healing. In the name of Jesus. The order of the card is Declaration, D.I., Prayer and Corporate Praise, Pretty Patrice. Then we go right into closing comments, hosted by Declare, Dion. I repeat, Declaration, Dion, Prayer and Corporate Praise, Pretty Patrice. Then we go right into closing comments, hosted by Declare, Dion. The scripture for today is Isaiah 25.1. Oh, Lord, thou art my God. I was thee. I will praise thy name, for thou hast done wonderful things. Thy counsel of old are faithfulness and truth. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until the circuit come off mute. I now pass the card over to the Clarion. Have a blessed and thankful Thanksgiving. Bye-bye now. Amen, amen, and amen. Thank you, Charina, uh, for your hosting, and good morning to the victors. Happy Tuesday. Um, unusual day for me. I haven't shared on any other day, but uh, Wednesday. It's been a little minute. But I feel like doing it this morning, so praise ye the Lord. Um, I want to first start by saying I'm super duper grateful this morning. And, you know, with the holidays approaching, um, there's so much looming in the atmosphere. I can feel it. I don't know if you can. Um, I want us to be mindful of people approaching this season for some. Um, it is their first time without their spouse or their mother um, and, and so many other things. Um, just be considerate and um, more than anything, don't miss your watch. This is one of the seasons where people deal with a lot of anxiety and depression. Just want to bring that to the forefront of your mind. Um, I'm not sure if anyone, uh, I know a couple of people have um, decided to take this 40-day fasting journey. It has been a rough few days for me. I don't know about anybody else, but that first part is uh, a little bit more difficult. Um, that first part and that last part, when you get in the middle, you get a little stride in it, but um, just want us to be mindful and prayerful. Um, so I, I, I was having a conversation last night with Elizabeth and she said something, and ironically, when I began to study, um, Holy Spirit brought the exact verse and, or chapter and, and series of verses to me uh, just as soon as I opened my Bible. So I know that there is a word that is specific uh, for the house this morning. Um, so I trust that God will illuminate it in such a way that it empowers us um, just to, to keep going, to keep going, um, always keeping in mind that we win if we do not quit. We win if we don't quit. Uh, the, the teaching this morning will come from Exodus, the 14th chapter, Exodus, the 14th chapter. Um, here of late, uh, he has been giving me kind of line on line, precept upon precept. 
And so this morning's reading will be a little bit lengthy, not too lengthy, um, but I promise I'll put a little hood on it so it won't seem like a whole bunch of thus, thou's, and these, uh, but, but prayerfully you will get something to sustain you um, throughout this holiday season and then some. Uh, we've all heard this story numerous times uh, over and over again. Uh, I heard it in all kinds of different contexts. Uh, but this morning, um, I want to talk specifically about uh, when the wilderness brings God glory, when the wilderness brings God glory. Um, for those of you that have been on the call for uh, a length of time, and even for you that have just been on a short span of time, uh, I am called to live my life out loud, sometimes extremely uncomfortably. Uh, sometimes the, uh, the things that I am uh, led to share are not the most comfortable, but I believe that if they are taken to heart uh, and if you give God room enough to use it to expand you, that even our struggles, even our hard times, um, and, and mine specifically, uh, will bless you. So um, I've been on this journey now. January the 14th will be my 12th year of this level of intensity. No exaggeration. Uh, it was uh, one... I mean, I'm sorry, uh, uh, 12 years ago on the 11th of this month that everything in my life began to be shifted uh, from my living situation to finances to, um, at the time, I was foster parenting. I had seven boys, my own three biological children and four additional children that I had had for several years. Um, and um, I went to visit Atlanta on the 22nd of November in 2007. And it was there, I was standing in a hotel parking lot I heard the Holy Spirit say, Dion, you are home. As confused as I was, I recognized the voice of God, and, and the word says, my sheep know my voice, and a stranger they will not follow. As confusing as it was, <clears throat> I knew that it was accurate. Um, and in so doing, I came home, and within a 45-day period, transitioned from owning two homes, having a salon for foster children and a job, all congruently, they were all working collaboratively, went from an income of about anywhere between fifteen dollars to $20,000 a month um, to selling my salon, sitting in the office with my superintendent, quitting my job, making arrangements for my children, my, my boys, my foster children, to go and live with my mother, to locating somewhere to live in Atlanta, 
to um, a certain income all the way down to about $1,500 a month. I walked away from $1.5 million worth of property. Um, surety and security sold my salon. Uh, the salon deal itself went through and I left California with three children, eight bags, and $600. Every door that could close had. Every single pathway that I thought that I could take was no longer available. What do you do when your atmosphere spits you out into the wilderness? What do you do when life structure as you know it changes and moves you from comfort to confusion? How do you handle uh, the suggestion that you are no longer the one that provides for you, but every single second of your day is reliant upon a voice, a sound. What do you say when someone asks you what made you move 3,000 miles away from everything familiar to a place where you had a girlfriend and her, at that time, five-year-old son? When you move from a 3,000 square foot house into a room that could have been no more than uh, 10 feet wide and uh, how many, however many feet high, the ceiling was vaulted, so that was a plus. What do you say to someone uh, when, when you leave a place where everything um, you can maintain, you can control, when you can uh, determine what your day looks like, when you can predict what it's going to feel like, and you leave all of that because you heard a voice? That's it, nothing more, nothing fancy, Dion, this is home. Now I remember uh, being overwhelmed because I knew what I heard. And because I had been acquainted with the father, I understood that his voice resonated. There was weight to his voice. There was texture and tone to his voice. And I just obeyed. I remember getting to the place where I knew that I was going to do one of two things. I was going to die uh, having all the liquidity that I needed, but my soul was thirsty. My soul was aching. It was broken. It was confused and concerned. I was uh, moving 90 miles a second. I was uh, garnering all the things that I needed to see in my hands, but the inside of myself was bleak and barren. I knew that there had to be more. But what do you do when God's glory looks like less? And it feels more like a wilderness than it does a moment of reckoning. Well, let me take you into the scriptures and let's, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Exodus, the 14th chapter, first verse reads, the Lord spoke to Moses. 
I could stop right there because that's the beginning of the beginning on every hand in your life and in my life, <clears throat> in the lives of your children and your loved ones. There is a sound that comes from the heavens that only a heart that is thirsty for what heaven has to offer has an ear to hear and can only be produced by the spirit. Your intellect cannot house it. Your understanding will not confine it. Everything about this reality is not only profound, but it is very prolific in that it takes you from the mediocre into the place of promise. Tell the Israelites to turn back and to camp in front of Pi-Harathathon between Migdal and the sea. You must camp in front of Bel-Zephon, facing it by the sea, keeping in mind that uh, even rough waters represent the spirit of God. They represent the movement of kingdom matters, and it also represents life. Pharaoh will say to the Israelites, listen, they are wandering. They're wandering around the land in confusion. The wilderness has boxed them in. Uh, at times uh, when you are on this journey, it will feel as if the wilderness itself has boxed you in and put you in a place where four corners you're reliant on, but that space has you confound and confined uh, to number one, one of two things. You have to use a trading system. We talked about that before. We talked about the trading floors. I will harden Pharaoh's heart so that he will pursue them. Then I will, then, listen, then I will receive glory by means of Pharaoh and all of his army. And the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord. So the Israelites did this. Now keep in mind, Moses spoke. God gave instruction and strategy. And then there had to be a trade, right? One of two things could have happened. I remember standing in that parking lot saying, to the Lord, listen, okay, that's cool. I'll move to Georgia, but I'll come in June. No, ma'am, no, ma'am, no, ma'am. You won't come in June. You will move right now. You got 45 days to get it done. And I'm thinking to myself, well, Lord, I don't know nobody in Georgia. I don't have a job. I don't have anything put in place. Yeah, yeah, I don't need you to have anything put in place. I need you to obey what you heard me say. And so it says, and so Israel did this. And so yeah, Dion, I packed up my things. I tried to explain to my children as best I could uh, up until then, any and everything they thought they wanted, they had. I said, what I need you to do is trust me. Demarie, I mean, uh, Deontay was 15, Demarie was 10, Josiah was four and a half. And I had to sit my children down and explain uh, what little I could because I had no clue uh, of the wilderness I was about to walk into. And when the king of Egypt was told that the people had fled, 
Pharaoh and his officials changed their mind about what they said. They, he changed his mind. Isn't it just like uh, our enemies? Isn't it just like our environment? No, you're going to stay here. You're going to die the same. You're going to die average. You're going to die going to work, slaving like a dog, taking care of everybody, not tending to my business, but doing everything you can for the come up. It, isn't it just like your atmosphere? What's familiar? Can you mute your phone, please? Thank you, ma'am. Or sir, in the just like situations and circumstances to hold you hostage to what had been. Uh, but then it said, uh, Pharaoh said, what have we done? Child, this is a whole mess. I done gave away my free labor. I can't use them no more. I can't take advantage of them no more. I can't mistreat them no more when your atmosphere, when the environment that you've grown accustomed to, mute your phone, please. The atmosphere that you've grown accustomed to is used to uh, you being a slave to the matter of what you think you need to do next to get to where it is that you got to go. So he got on his chariot ready and he got his chariot ready and took him and his troops and 600, check this out, 600 of the best chariots and all of the rest of all the chariots of Egypt with officers in each one. Uh, it's something when uh, your, your history knows your destiny and it's chasing after you to hold you hostage to what has happened, what was familiar, systems you used to have in place. And, and at the same time, all you trying to do is the work of the Lord. And the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, and he pursued the Israelites who were going out defiantly. Listen, sometimes you got to get so relentless about purpose that you're not worried about the pursuit, that you're not concerning yourself with the things of your history chasing after you. Because if you run fast and hard enough, if you do it in such a way uh, that it's strategic, your history has absolutely no power. All it does is propel you into purpose poignantly. You find yourself moving vigilantly toward destiny, even though it's uncomfortable. The Egyptians, all of Pharaoh's horses and chariots, his horsemen and his army, listen, history will chase after you and caught up with them, and they camped beside the very place that God told them to stay. What do you do when where God's voice sends you is full of enemies? Where your enemies catch up to you and remind you that history is calling you back. Familiar is calling you back. Complacency is calling you back. Old broken systems are calling you back. As Pharaoh approached the Israelites and looked up, there was an Egyptian coming after them. Listen. And the Israelites were terrified, terrified and cried out to the Lord for help. Look, check this out, Lord. I'm not really sure what you're doing, cuz. Uh, listen, I, I'm, I'm thrown off because I know what I heard you say. I know uh, uh, what, what I heard you tell me to do. I know you told me to run down here. Now, look, check this out. You see them over there? I don't know if you see them. Now, do you see that over there? Because the very place you sent me 
is where the enemies have ended up and they're stronger than me, it appears, and they're uh, uh, more swift than me, it appears. They got tools and resources. I'm not called, I'm not. They got tools and resources I don't have access to, uh, and they are on my heels, but I know what I heard you say. Uh, what have you done? Listen, listen. And, and and they said to Moses, it's because there are no graves in Egypt that you have taken us away to die in the wilderness because you played us. <laughs> Clearly, this is some type of a sick joke, right? Because, you know, we was, we was really kind of cool. At least we got to eat. You know, we had someplace to lay our head. We weren't running for our lives. I mean, it was pretty comfortable there. Like, what have you done to us by bringing us out of Egypt? Isn't this what we told you in Egypt? Look, didn't I tell you this was useless? Maybe this ain't even real. Maybe you really did not hear God's voice. Maybe you were confused that particular day. Had you smoked one? Were you popping something? Because this is not looking too good, right? It would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the wilderness. What do you do when you feel like you just going to flat out die? Lord, listen, I just forget it. Because this right here, this could not possibly be the promise. I mean, I hear you and everything. and I, You told me to come down here. Uh-huh, yeah, that's cool. I'm here. But I'm looking around and all I see is nothing but dead, child. I, the, the, the Red Sea is right here. The people is right here. They got horses and uh, arrows, and they're carrying on. And here I am, little old me, and I'm around here because you told me to go. Oh, Lord Jesus. But Moses said to the people, man, check this out. Don't be scared. Stand firm and see the salvation of the Lord that he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you, and you must be quiet. Stop right there for one second. I'm sitting in my living room, and I'm saying to myself, okay, Jesus, listen, 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 listen. This could not possibly be uh, everything that you have. It, it couldn't be. Uh, the end of the story. It, it mustn't be uh, how the story ends. It could not possibly uh, reach a history book from this living room uh, uh, sitting here and my car has been sitting in the same place for 48. I couldn't be that this is what you would have uh, me dismantle everything that I put in place to take care of and provide for myself for. But uh, I, I'm sure that there's got to be a certain outcome. And, and so then comes the escape. And the Lord said to Moses, uh, it started with him saying something, uh, and then he got quiet. And then, then Moses instructed the people, now you shut up. Because at this point, now they're all in their head. Their thought process is all over the place. They're mentally battered. They're uh, emotionally erect because all they see around them is enemies. All they see is water and soldiers and armies and a war that it looks impossible 
to win and, and all they see is uh, things mounting up against them and again they are boxed in right and then Moses is sharp enough ah, in the middle of adversity to say look I know I know y'all probably think I'm crazy as a road lizard child and quite frankly you might be right but I know what I heard I know what he told me to do and as he told me to do it I'm telling you that you got to do this part right here to get to the other side and I, I know this water is right here and I'm not really sure what God is going to do and I'm sitting on my couch I don't know uh, uh what's going on and I could cuss right there because I'm like Lord you you gotta be kidding me uh, there, there's got to be some some extra something. I'm looking under couch cushions and in between the couch. Something's got to be different than this right here. And, and, and Moses said, the Lord will fight for you and shut up. So in that same posture, I, I had to remember that every single time a sea was on one side and an army was on the other, I made it from Georgia back to California, 3,000 miles in a truck with a 17-year-old kid uh, without a pistol and, and nothing but the hand of God and the weight of his glory on my life because I had a destiny to get to. And I, I was able to sit in that same space of discomfort and feeling boxed in and remember that every single obstacle that I've ever had uh, to face, he was always right there. And the Lord said to Moses, it started with a word and then it interrupted with a word after he shut up. Why are you crying? What are you crying for this time? Right? Tell the Israelites to break camp. So, so now he's saying, move around. Right? M move around. As for you, Moses, lift up your staff. Right? Stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it so that the Israelites can go through the sea on dry ground. So uh, uh, even as, as Lizzie and I were talking last night or early this morning, uh, uh, she said uh, uh, this. The Lord told Moses to lift up his hands. And so one of the greatest weapons that I've cultivated in my wilderness season uh, has been the lifting of my hands. as Not only to say, God, I surrender to you, uh, but when you just throw your hands up, listen, I, I'm taking my hands off of the matter. I'm not going to overzealously worry myself about the outcome because you've already given me a promise and you said before and then you told me to be quiet and now you're saying now uh, lift up my hands so I will find myself lifting my hands, right? Stretching out over the sea. What is your sea? Is your sea addiction? Is your sea promiscuity? Uh, is your sea finances? Is your sea mental well-being? Is your sea a lack of peace? Is your sea your children not acting right? Is your sea your husband not acting right? Is your sea these holidays coming and it's lonely and I'm trying to figure out if I'm going to stay faithful to God or if I'm going to get in the bed with some stranger on the strength of uh, killing a craving that's on the inside of me. What is your sea? Stretch your hands out over it, right? And so as for me, I am going 
to harden the heart of the hearts of the Egyptians so that they will go after you. Listen, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make your enemies, I'm gonna make your situations, I'm gonna make your circumstances so forceful. I'm gonna give them so much drive that listen, you're gonna be full of terror and they're gonna be full of violence. You're gonna be full of fear and they're gonna be full of courage. You are going to be blown away at how this thing plays out. Just about when things look like they are the bleakest. It's almost like uh, a God waits and, and folds his arms and sits back on the throne of grace saying, huh, let me see how this thing's going to play out. Now, are you going to freak out? Because I don't know if you remember the last time I brought you across on dry land, but guess what I'm going to do this time? I'm going to bring you across yet again. Right? And so, uh, and, and, as for me, I'm going to harden the hearts of the Egyptians so that they will go after them, and I will receive glory by means of Pharaoh. Now, what do you do when God uses the enemies that you are afraid of, the enemies that are making you uncomfortable, to take and drive you to a place of destiny, to drive you to a place of victory, to drive you to a place of purpose and to promise? And, and so, even though I'm going to tell you yesterday was a hard day, it's the beginning of a fast, and those days are the most difficult. Those are the days you start, you, you deal with the loneliness, you deal with the natural man, you deal with how you feel on the inside parts of yourself. And uh, uh, I, I remember just sitting there, and I'm saying to myself, God, you got to do something other than this. You've got to at least uh, from one day to the next. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm here though. And whatever you say do, I'm doing it. But at what point are you glorified from my strain and my struggle? At what point are you glorified when I'm this uncomfortable? And look what he said. He said, uh, the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord when I receive glory through Pharaoh, his chariots, and his horsemen. So he's not going to just take care of the enemy. He's going to take care of whatever listens to the enemy's voice. So whatever you are struggling with, even in this moment, hallelujah, whatever you're facing, whatever waters are raising on the left and on the right as it relates to you, uh, whatever enemy you feel is approaching swiftly, I need to tell you this morning that God is going to get glory from your enemies. And then the angel of God, who was going in front of the Israel Israelite forces, moved and went behind them. This is the part that made me happy. This is the part that gave me a little extra joy. Now, I'm a beast all by myself, but if I know that there are ministering angels, hallelujah, that go before me and come after me, guess what? I'm not riding by myself. Some stuff, I ain't got to even do no heavy lifting. What I do have to do is keep my hands raised. What I do have to do is maintain a heart posture that declares, God, you are my God. For you, I live, I breathe, and I have my being. God, I don't know what's going on. I don't know how to figure it out, but guess what? I'm done trying. I know I got somebody in the back of me pushing me forward, something like grace and mercy. I know that I have something in front of me warring in advance. So each day I command my angels to go before 
for me and to come after me and prepare the way for the victory that God has for me in this day. I thank God that the angels, even when I'm in my quiet space, minister to my heart and remind me, I'm taking you to a predestined end. We'll accompany you there, Dion. Don't trip. Don't worry about it. Don't try to rationalize it. Don't try to intellectualize it. Just do what he said in the first line. And the Lord said. And when you start to understand that when the Lord says, and when the Lord sins, and when the Lord sees, you don't have to do none of those things. Hallelujah. And the angel of the Lord, who was going in front of the Israelite force, uh, Israelite forces moved and went behind them. The pillar of the cloud moved from in front of them and stood behind them. So now the angels is in, are in front. The pillar of the cloud is in back. So listen, now Pharaoh and them, they can't, your enemy won't even be able to see you. There's something about being hidden in the power of who God is. And it became, uh, and it came between the Egyptians and the Israelite forces. There was a cloud and darkness. It lit up the night and neither group came near to one another all night long. So listen, you and your enemy at some point will have a standoff. Listen, who's going to win? I'm from the whole south side of Richmond. And it's something about uh, uh, where you've been cultivated at. There's, there's something about the thing that you thought uh, was a hard thing, but God will use your nemesis to go before you. He will use the, the very thing uh, that was the thing that stood out in the world, and he'll take it, and he'll transform it, and use it for his glory. I would fight anything. I was not scared of anyone. Mute your phone for me. Mute your phone for me. Mute your phone for me. Thank you. And I thank God that he gave me that type of fight. It was dangerous at times where I lived. I had to be, uh, have my head, as they say in the streets, on a swivel. I had to be uh, looking from my left and on my right. I had to notice cars moving fast and people moving slow. I had to know what was going on around me. It'll take a, a really good Lick somebody to sneak up on me because I promise you, I've seen you before you get to me. And in this moment, they had a standoff. And then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. And sometimes during that standoff, you got to make time to worship. I know you don't feel like it. I know your situation or your circumstance may seem a little grim, but there's something about lifting up your hands. And the Lord drove the sea back with a powerful east wind all that night and turned the sea into dry land. And, and sometimes that dark part of night, that part where you got to toss and turn and, and figure out if you won't comply with what the voice of God has already said, or you will find yourself giving up or quitting or waning in your faith. And I'm grateful today that I've seen enough winds blow to take me across on dry land. I saw it when Josiah's uh, tumor began to re recede. I, I saw it when uh, the oncologist told me, I'm not sure what's going on, but it looks like it's dying from the inside out. I saw it uh, when my mother was not in a place to take care of me and the Lord blew me from house to house, from pillar to post. And I learned things that I never would have learned. And I traveled places that I never would have traveled. That was dry ground. And I 
saw it when the Lord made me an entrepreneur as a child and took me into being a serial entrepreneur and owning and operating this and that. And, and he blew me across on dry ground. I saw it when I made bad choices and he kept me and he brought me out on dry ground. I, I saw it when I had failed marriages, hallelujah. And he blew the winds and he brought me across on dry land. I, I, I saw it uh, when I made a decision to obey the voice of God and left with nothing and still I'm standing faith stronger than it has ever been with things but God drove back uh the water and the Lord drove the sea back with a powerful east wind all that night and turned the sea into dry land so that the waters were divided Hallelujah. How, how many of you know that even some of the things that you see, the natural things, he has cut it in half. Hallelujah. And the Israelites went through the sea on dry ground with the waters like the wall to them that were on the right and on the left. And the Egyptians set out in pursuit all of Pharaoh's horses, his chariots and his horsemen. And they went down into the sea after them during the morning watch. During the morning watch. This is the morning watch. The Lord looked down at the Egyptian forces from the pillar of fire and the cloud and threw the Egyptian forces into confusion. Do you know that the Lord will confuse your enemy to get glory? Right in the middle of a wilderness experience, do you know that he will take what is confusing you, confuse them to bless him, to honor him, to give him glory? Let's get away from Israel, the Egyptians said. Listen, listen, because the Lord is fighting for them against Egypt. The Lord is fighting for them against us. I see it. I need you to know that every enemy, uh, every test, every trial, when you do what God says to do, they will recognize that the hand of God is on your life. Then the Lord said to Moses one more time. He said it again. Now, this is the third time he said, stretch out your hand over the sea so that the waters may come back. The same thing that opened it up was shut it down. That worship, them throwing up of them hands, honey, there is power in the lifting of your hands. And not just your hands, but your heart. When your head is bowed down, it's hard to lift anything up. When you broken and torn, it's hard to lift anything up. But I dare you, in the middle of your tragedy, in the middle of your trauma, in the middle of your drama, in the middle of your financial crisis, in the middle of uh, hell and high water at your house with your children and your husband, in the middle of living a life of sin and fornication, I dare you to stop in the middle and simply lift your heart and your hands. And so it says, and the waters may come back on the Egyptians and on their chariots and on their horsemen. And listen, one thing I love about when God does a thing, he killed everything and everybody. Your horses can't even live. The little bitty small foxes, they got to die. And it all comes from giving glory and honor to God. And so Moses stretched out his hand. Now, mind you, Jesus, or God spoke, 
and Moses obeyed. Those are the two most powerful things you can ever experience and cooperate with God with the trading floors. One of two things is going to happen. Either you're going to do what he said or you're going to do what you feel. Either you're going to do what he said or you're going to do what you think. Either you're going to do what he said or you're going to go through your process of trying to figure it out and rationalize it and intellectualize it. Sometimes all you have to do is what he said. And he lifted up his hands over the sea, and at daybreak, the sea returned to its normal death. While the Egyptians were trying to escape from it, the Lord threw them into the sea. Listen, sometimes it ain't warfare. Most of the time, honestly, now, now that I'm growing up in the things, it's not always warfare. Now, don't, don't get it twisted. That's why there's a morning watch. You notice the morning watch preceded the sea being parted. That's that time where you get up right up and through here or whatever your watch is, and you know what your watch is because that's the time he wakes you up. Mine is 4 a.m., sometimes 3.50. It depends. And the water came back and covered the horsemen plus the entire army of Pharaoh that had gone after them into the sea. Listen, listen, listen. Not even one of them survived. But the Israelites had walked through on dry ground with the waters like a wall to them on their right and on their left. That day the Lord saved Israel from the power of the Egyptians. And Israel saw the Egyptians dead on the seashore. Check this out. You're going to be able to look back at everything that tried to destroy you. You're going to be able to look back at everything that attempted to pursue you. When you listen to the voice of God, when you lift your hands and your heart, and when you start to move around because you've been given an instruction, something has to happen. And, and I know there are the moments where you feel like you're losing, where it looks like the, the wilderness is winning. I know there are moments where you're frustrated in your process, but I need you to know that there's a day that's coming, and there's a moment where you're going to be able to look back at dead Egyptians, things that are dead in you. Today, I don't struggle with going to get in somebody's bed. Today, I can't worry myself with killing myself, working 15 jobs to make ends meet, to have more than enough to get and buy more than enough to me today. I can't worry about who said what and what anybody thinks. All I can do is hear God's voice, lift my heart and my hands, get up and move around. And when he says, be quiet, be quiet, because I know that something is coming that's going to help get me to the other side. Today, I'm grateful that that when I saw, and I've seen it so many times from one series of deliverance to the next series of dry ground to the next series of looking back at the seashore, at the enemies that attempted to pursue me and play me out of purpose and promise. And uh, when Israel saw the great power that the Lord used against the Egyptians, the people feared the Lord and believed in him and in his servant Moses. And 
Sometimes you'll have a Moses in your life, somebody that reminds you, listen, I know it doesn't look like what you think it should. I know you may not feel like uh, you are winning this battle. I know that there are some things that are coming against you, but I need you to be focused. I need you to be steadfast. I need you to be unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. I need you to stand still and see his salvation because this is not about you. He's going to get glory even out of your enemies. He's going to get glory out of everything that's chasing you. He's going to get glory out of what you think you see in front of you. He's going to get glory out of the frustration and the fear that you feel. He's going to get glory out of every single situation and circumstance that may be keeping you from promise, but you got to be steadfast. But you got to know that the wilderness cannot last. It wasn't designed to last. It was designed to refine you. It was designed to fine tune your ear. It was designed to make sure that you hear him clearly. It was designed to teach you how to use your weapon of worship. It was designed to open up the eyes of your understanding. It was designed to allow you to feel the fear, then to see the thing that caused you to fear be destroyed. It was designed to make you again another, a vessel that's good for the potter. It was designed to remind you that you always win if you don't quit. The promise is imminent. The promise is mandatory. But you have to remember the promise, even in your wilderness moments. You have to remember that there's something tied to the problem. There's something that's anchored in this process. There's something that's being cultivated. There is a capacity that's being given to you in dark places. Remember, there was a dark cloud that blew the winds. Uh, sometimes the darkness is necessary for your vision to clear. Sometimes the darkness is mandatory so the angels can do their work behind the scenes. Sometimes uh, God will use the winds and the cares of life to drive you right into destiny and purpose. And so I want you to keep going. Simply because you win. If you don't quit, pretty, do it. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you. Thank you for waking us up this morning, God. Thank you for the breath of life, oh God. We don't take it lightly that it was not the alarm clock that woke us up, but it was you, oh God. And for that, we say thank you. Thank you for giving of your only begotten son so that we might be saved, oh God. Thank you for bringing us out of darkness into your marvelous light, oh God. Thank you, oh God, for your word on this morning. Thank you, God. Open up our eyes and ears of understanding so that we can receive all that you have for us, oh God. Even in our wilderness experience, oh God. We thank you, oh God, that you will order our footsteps, God. No matter what it looks like, feel like, we will trust and stand on your holy word, oh God. Yes, we know, God, 
we know, God, that the flesh, the flesh, let us submit, let us surrender our will, God, to your will. Let your will be done in our lives, oh God. We thank you, God, for every experience. Because we know that it comes to make us stronger. It comes to make us wiser. Know that I am God. We know who we are in you. Help us, oh God, to understand who we are in you, oh God. Help us to understand that the wilderness experience comes to make us greater. It's for our purpose. It's for your plan for our lives. So thank you, Lord God, for every wilderness experience, no matter what it feels like, no matter what it looks like. We thank you that we can hear your voice. Thank you, God. I thank you, God, for Susie on this morning, oh, God, and I pray, oh, God, that you strengthen her, oh, God, in her mind, in her body, and in her spirit. Touch her from the crown of her head to the sole of her feet. Let her know that whatever she's going through in her body, it is for you will be glorified. So thank you, God, that we can trust in you with everything, with every area of our lives. Even in the pain, God, we know that you're God. Even in the discomfort, God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Let us know who we are in you, oh God. I thank you for every family represented in the kingdom. I pray that you strengthen us, oh God, so that we could do and bring forth laborers into the vineyard to strengthen the kingdom, to do your will, to do the work of the king. We belong to you. We are children of the Most High God. And our lives ought to reflect who we are. So we thank you, God, and we humble ourselves before you, God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Thank you for every marriage, oh God. Every wife, every husband, bind us in love. Bind us in unity, oh God. I pray for every neighbor, that we love our neighbors as we love ourselves. I pray for our children and our grandchildren, oh God. Thank you for them, God. They are gifts from you, and we thank you. Sometimes, God, we can't even make it through the day unless it be for our children or our grandchildren. So we thank you for the gift of life. 
of our seed, of our offspring, of our grands, God. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity to be examples, God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Thank you, God, for enlightening us and showing us who we are who we can be, who we are becoming in you, God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. The greater one is on the inside. So, Father God, I pray that our lives reflect the light that should be shining through. Thank you, God. Continue to strengthen us, God, in our inner man, God. Let us be wise, oh God, on this morning, on today. I pray for wisdom on today, oh God. Wise in our behavior, wise in our attitude, wise in our actions, oh God. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you for what you've already done. Thank you for what you're going to do in us and through us, oh God. Use us for your glory, oh God. May you be glorified out of everything we do. May you be lifted up, oh God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Have your way in us and through us, oh God. We thank you for our experiences, oh God. In and out of the wilderness experience. Thank you, God. Thank you that we have an opportunity to get it right, God. That you've given us another chance. Somebody didn't wake up this morning. I pray for my daughter, and I pray that you strengthen her, God, as she's going through the loss of her dad. Oh, hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Strengthen his sister, God, and the rest of the Reynolds family, oh, God. I pray that I may be the light that shines in the darkness, oh, God, that my daughter will be the light that shines, God even as she goes through the pain, oh God. Strengthen her in her inner man, oh God. Use her for your glory. I thank you, God, that her father did exactly what you wanted him to do for his children. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, that she don't have to be embarrassed by her dad. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, that my husband, Jeff, has been the example that she needed him to be in her life. Even though she had her dad, thank you, God. Thank you, God, for every family represented, God. I pray, oh God, that we continue to grow 
in you, that we continue to study our word, that we continue to fast, that we continue to pray, that we continue to give, even when we don't want to. Have your way, Holy Spirit, in our lives. I pray for our government with all that is going on. We will trust in your holy word. We will stand on the promises of God. And know that I am God. Thank you, God, for those that are making decisions for our lives. And we pray, oh God, for the atmosphere of love that you display in the lives of your people. We pray, oh God, that as they make decisions that impact our lives, That the eat will have you on their hearts, oh God. We trust you, oh God. We love you, Lord, and we stand on your holy word. Thank you for those that are in the military that are sacrificing for our freedom, oh God. We thank you for their sacrifice. Thank you, God. Thank you for the opportunity to show who you are in every situation, Lord God. In every adversity, God. Even in our pain, God. You see, because the devil would have us to believe that you don't exist, that you, where's your God now while you're hurt? Where's your God now? He's still our God, even in the pain, even in the hurt, you're still our God. And we will trust you no matter what it looks like, sound like, or feel like. We will stand on your holy word because we are the righteousness of God. We can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. We are the head and not the tail. We are above and not beneath. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Devil, you have no place here. You have no authority here. We cast you out in the mighty name of Jesus. Get thee behind me, Satan. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for our wilderness experiences, God. Thank you, God. Honor you. So as we collectively take our phones off of mute, to give your name the praise, to give your name the glory, to give your name the honor, Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Yeah, glory to God. Yeah. That's good. And so with that said, uh, welcome you back uh, for those that did not have an opportunity to say good morning. This is your time. Uh, Good morning, it's Diane. Hey, Lady Di, great morning. Good morning, it's Sharon. Hey, sister, good morning. Hey, Brother E, I had heard of you. Good morning, beautiful people. This is a birthday girl. Hey, Ruth Ann, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, celebrity group, uh, chef group. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. I see you're making your super delicious gumbo. Good morning. Yes, ma'am. Thank you, beautiful lady. Good morning. Happy this is Sister Julia. Hey, Sister Julia. Great morning. Oh, Lord Jesus, girl. Ooh, Dion, Dion. What you doing to us this morning, girl? Oh, my Lord, Jesus. You taught me. You taught me. You brought me down in pills this morning. Hallelujah. I didn't do nothing, honey. That's that good old Holy Ghost praise, Jesus. Oh, Lord, Jesus. You brought me in pills this morning, dear. Well, praise God. God be glorified. Yes. God be glorified. I'm so happy. I feel praise so good God. that I gave. I gave, I went to my car, my brother gave him my love. I'm sorry. <laughs> you don't have to apologize. You fine. We made no hearers as my mother says, but I had to give up. So, Amen. Thank you. Yes, yes ma'am. Thank you so much for sharing. You're welcome. God bless you. Anybody else join that didn't have a chance to say good morning? Good morning, good morning daughter. Good morning, family. Yes. This is Leisha. Hey, Pam. Hey, Leisha. And I heard, what, did I hear Miss D? Good morning, daughters. Miss D. Good morning, family. Hey, good morning. Amen. Good morning. I, it's Juanita. Hey, Juanita. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Krishan. I don't know if you heard me. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I didn't. Hey, good morning, Krishanda. Good morning, it's Barbara out of Lodi. God bless everyone. Beautiful declaration. Thank you. Amen. Hey, Barbara out of Lodi. Good morning, family. It's Dondria. Awesome declaration, sis. God be praised. Hey, good morning. Good morning, it's Tanya. Beautiful, beautiful declaration. What? Morning, silly. <laughs> morning, sis. Good morning. Hi, Tina. <laughs> Good morning, good morning, everyone. Anybody else? That would have fit us, but I got to uh, go off into that. I'm here cooking for the homeless and for my family, too. And if you know anybody that don't have nowhere to go, give them my phone number. They're welcome to walk in my front door for Thanksgiving and have a dinner. 
Amen. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And anybody in the uh, east side Oakland area, Sister Julia is over there doing it to make sure folks eat well. Amen. Thank God for you and your giving heart. Somebody is building, um, they're fixing a garbage disposal. I'm sure of it. Will you mute your phone for us? You silly. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm just talking about what I'm talking about. That garbage disposal is broke. I know it. I done figured it out. Mm-hmm. You know that a whole entire room. garbage disposal. A whole entire garbage disposal. That's, I'm telling you, that's what's wrong. Replacing it, right? Replacing a whole. They replacing thing, right? it. They getting the, well. Actually, what they doing? They dismantled it so they can clean it out and put it back together. See. I don't know what they did. No, they they put some lemons in there and, and it got stuck. It's all bad, so they got to figure it out. Amen. <laughs> Anybody else before we go into the discussion? Yeah, Sister Caroline, good morning. Hey, Sister Caroline, good morning. Welcome, welcome. Good morning. Thank you. Amen. Um, and so, listen, I, I hope that this morning share, and I promise you, I talked to Elizabeth about 1 o'clock this morning. She was um, taking her, uh, going to go take her mother to the hospital. And so she says, sis, can you cover me? And I was in the middle of building a website, and she was just talking and sharing about what she had read. And so after I finished, what I was doing, I opened up the word and what I went to was exactly what she was talking about. I was like, oh, so you don't get this word out, Jesus, rain, shine, sweet as snow, huh? Okay, well, that's fine. What what you got? What you got? And even though um, what, what I shared was a little bit different than what she shared at the end of the day, um, my prayer is just that it empowered you to keep going. Because, listen, when I tell you yesterday, honey, I don't know what kind of way I felt. And there's this little lady that no matter what I'm feeling like, she'll text me, hey, you all right? Listen, today my head is in this ostrich hole, child. I, I don't know how soon it's going to get out. But yesterday I was feeling a way. Um, and I know partly because of um, of the fast and just, you know, what it feels like when you start to die to yourself is, you know, holiday season, and that's one of the reasons that I chose to do the fast in this moment, because I don't have time to get caught up in the emotional, um, the nostalgia of the holidays, and um, it, it's easier said than done, though, if you, you know, really just keep it 100. Somebody right now, as I'm speaking, is dealing with it, and so I just want to encourage you to use worship as your weapon. It is Super necessary. Amen. Anybody got any questions, comments, commentary? Amen. Um, I'm gonna do this, and then you know, I'm not. I'm not gonna hold you. I'm absolutely not afraid of the silence. I know a lot of times, just because not everybody is called to tell all a business. But me, on the other hand, I am guilty as charged. I know without a question 
that some of the things that I experienced, I have to share because what I need you to know is while externally it may appear um, that I have it all figured out, um, I need you to know that that's not real. Um, by, by no stretch of the imagination do I not experience wilderness moments, um, do not, I not experience the pain of the process, but what I am consistently learning is sometimes he allows us to feel those pains in the process, um, really to help us identify how to maneuver in those seasons because they, they will surely come and they don't come every blue moon um, without return, but they come to refine us. They come to push, our, push us into deeper places of worship and deeper places of trust. They come to help us identify uh, the fears that we struggle with, the things that you know may be buried under whatever so that we can address them um, and root it out. And again, not always warfare. Some things are our right and privilege. And he will use certain sets of circumstances to help you to identify the truth of who he is through his word and through worship. Amen. Anybody Amen. else? Amen. Yes, Hold on, hold on one second. Hold on, hold on one second. Miss D was speaking first, and then somebody else jumped in. Who was that? Uh, it was Alicia. I'm sorry, I didn't hear her. It's okay. No worries. Go ahead, Miss D, and then Alicia, you go after her. Did you call my name? Oh, I, that wasn't you. It was somebody before Alicia? Who else was that? But put me in. The, I mean, put me in rotation though. Okay, you'll be it, number it was, three. It was, it was Priscilla. I was saying, oh, I'm sorry, was Priscilla. Go ahead. You want me to start? Okay. Yes, ma'am. Um, <laughs> I just want to say, you know, when you first asked, I was quiet because I didn't, I just was trying to be quiet. But, I, I, you know, the heaviness of what you said, it was weighing, I could feel his presence all over my lips, all over my head, everything. And I'm just saying that you... And with this declaration, um, I just want to say, first of all, thank you for your transparency. That's the first thing I want to say. Thank you for your ministry. That's the second thing I want to say. Um, I know, um, you know, the wilderness experience is a tough experience. I think if we all knew that this was a potential process for us to go through, we probably would have all ran for the hills. You know, it's not a cute experience at all, um, but what you have done um, this morning for me has empowered me, um, helped me understand and break it down as it relates to the book of Exodus and to look back at your waters and, and what you're going through to identify it um, and to rest assured that, um, that if you worship, praise, and, 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 and don't get weary and faint not that all things will work together for good um, and that it is to bring uh, glory and honor to God uh, in, in your destiny. So, um, you know, it's one of those lessons um, and declarations that I will go back and read and listen to over and read. And I just, I'm just grateful again but declare victory. I, you know, it, like I said, it's not a pretty process. 
and you are confused and you don't understand and you ask a gazillion questions, but you've got to know his voice. You have to. There's certain things you just got to know. And um, had I known <laughs> when I got, uh, when when my bishop approached me and I had a, a guru, I was going to the ashram in Berkeley to show you how God is praying out to God in the ashram, not knowing God, um, but praying to him. And he sent a man of God my way to get to know him, that the process would be like it is. It's not cute just showing up in church and looking cute. It is not even about that. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm just not sure. But here I am, and I've gone too far, and I, yet I will trust him, and yet I will worship him, and yet I will stay. And Dion, I just, it was powerful, incredibly powerful, incredibly powerful. So just thank you. Thank you, and to God be the glory again. Um, you know, it's amazing how uh, even even in the process, because, uh, I, I, listen, when I tell y'all, for real, yesterday, honey, I felt like somebody had hit me in my chest with a good uh, two by four. You know how the wind gets knocked out of you because you're like, dude, what? What are we doing? What what, what are we doing? Where, where are we going? Who, who, who? Now, what am I supposed to be doing again? <laughs> But God be praised um, that I was able to teach myself uh, up. Amen. Amen. I, I feel much better this morning. Praise God. Go ahead, Leisha. Hi. Good morning, Saints. Um, thank you so much for your declaration. The part that uh, resonated for me when you were talking about raising your hand, you know, as a surrender and also as a worship. And at church, uh, Pastor Bob been preaching on the seven ways of praise. And one of the ways is yada, where you raise your hands to God in like a pumping motion. And then another one is toda, where you raise it in, you you know, thank him for stuff and uh, what's to come. And so I've been using that at work to deal with them haters and them devils on my job. So at break time, I'll be in the bathroom, yada and toda, and just so I can get through it because it's rough. And when you are sold out to Christ and you're going to do it his way and other people are not in that mode, they come for you. They don't even know why they're coming for you. But, I mean, it's just being like the tension in there you could cut with a knife. But I'm so grateful that I have the tools in order to deal with it because I'm not going to get sucked up in it. I'm not going to... Um, you know, get caught up in it. I just go on into the bathroom and get the praising, yada, toda, hallelujah, whatever I can do to take myself out that moment because praise is our weapon, you know, against the warfare. And I know that, uh, you know, that's exactly what it is. And then you talked about the holidays. The holidays can be real sad because all, most, both of my parents are dead, grandparents and everybody. But what I do, to make sure that I don't get caught up in the sadness, I stay grateful. So I write me a gratitude list, what I'm thankful for. Even if it's for a piece of chicken, I'm thankful that I got that. So it helps keep me out of that uh, holiday blues because I love the holidays. So I have to find ways to celebrate just because family ain't here no more, I'm here. 
you know, and my, my kids is here, so I have to look at that. So just staying, keeping my mind focused on the gratitude helps me. So thank you for, um, you know, listening. Amen. Amen. Yes, ma'am. And I, I get it. I get it. Trust me. Thank you for sharing. Ms. D, go ahead. I'm coming. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Good morning, my dear mother, daughter, sister, ally. I thank God for the words this morning that went forth. Yesterday when I woke up, I've been going through some stuff due to some medication I took. So the side effects have been just racking my body. And I had some um, lab work done. But when I woke up yesterday in a lot of discomfort, that's the first thing I did was raise my hands and remember the triad of my faith during these trials I'm going through. And I thank God for the confirmation of where I'm at today and what I'm experiencing that I've been writing a gratitude list, just remembering where God bought me from and how he's taken me through some of everything, things I hadn't even considered to take place in my life. But I, I'm grateful today. This week in a couple of days will be the six-year anniversary of my kidney donation. And that's huge. And he let me lay down on that table and give a kidney out, take a, get a kidney taken out of my body. I know he's going to take this out of me that's bothering my body today. Because of the one kidney, the medication has been longer to process out. So this has been going on for mm-hmm. a few months. And it's been debilitating where I couldn't lift my legs. I couldn't stand up. I Right now I'm, I'm having difficulty sometimes breathing. When I take a breath, my body hurts. But I sat there yesterday as I was waiting on my results. I said, God, you know what? I know that you know that I don't have room for this in my life, in my body, that it don't have room to stay here. And it's going to leave in a minute. So just give me the courage, the strength to keep going and moving through. In my wilderness experience, I thank God for them high walls that's on the left and right and all the stuff that's before me, but I've learned to be still and not get lost trying to figure my way out of the wilderness experience. God is good. He is still the same God he was yesterday, and he will be that God tomorrow in all our affairs, in my concerns. As I prepare to go to court in January around my grandchildren and everything that's going on, he just allowed me to be still and listen to him and not move until he says go. And I just want to thank mm-hmm. you for the words this morning. I thank God for speaking into my life to let me know that what I hear and what I sense him leading me to do is right where I need to be today. So your word was a confirmation for me around this issue I'm dealing with in my body right now to keep lifting my hands, keep claiming and knowing that this is only temporary. It's a trying mm-hmm. of my faith. Get my priorities in order. Stand still and watch God do what he got to do. And that don't mean being active while I'm standing still. I'm going to praise him, read the word, and keep on moving just like ain't nothing going on around me because it's going to pass and all the things will work for the, to, to the good as his will is permissible for my life and all the things that concern me. I want to thank you, my daughter. I love you. You have a blessed day. Love you, Victory family. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Amen. Amen. If you don't remember nothing else, move around. But today, I, I'm going outside. I will not sit on this couch today. I don't care what. I'll, if I got to just go to Starbucks, that's what I'll be doing. But I will not be sitting here today. I want to read something to you really quick um, before we take the next comment. Um, one of the things I love about the word 
is the word will always remind you of the promise. Somebody needs to um, mute their phone unless you're about to get ready to, to make a statement or um, <clears throat> or share something. Um, Joshua 1 and 5 says this, no one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life as I was with Moses. So I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. A reminder of the promise. And anytime you find yourself lost in the middle of the process, in the middle of the wilderness, always remember there's a promise at the end of every problem. Amen. Amen. Go, go ahead, whoever that is. And if you're not going to speak, that's you with all the noise in the background. You, it don't sound like you sound like you may be done with your garbage disposal. But to, uh, you, you breathing real heavy. Who is that? You that just breathed right there. That one. Whoever that is. Can you mute your phone? Amen. Anybody else have any questions, comments, commentary? Anybody else? Amen. Well, it is it's seven. Hey, good morning. Um, can you um, say what that scripture is again? As you just read. Sure, it's Joshua. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's a uh, one and yeah, one and five. <clears throat> Thank you. Um, I really need to hear that this morning. Um, thank you for your declaration as always, and just love you to life. Thank you. Love you more. <laughs> Amen. Anybody else have anything? That scripture is intimacy. That scripture you just mm-hmm. read, that was on, mm-hmm. on Mark. And, and what I heard was, it's not, I don't have to wait to the end. I have to know when the valley experiences come that this is the promise that I can go mm-hmm. through, that I'm not walking through alone. Because that's what the enemy sometimes will make us feel like, well, not y'all, I don't know, make me feel like I'm by myself. And I heard mm-hmm. somebody, I think it was in the prayer that pretty, pretty Patrice mentioned being embarrassed or ashamed. The devil is a lie mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we have nothing to be embarrassed or ashamed about about our lives because the past is our testimony that is a light for today. But the enemy will have us, me, thinking that I don't need to say nothing, because, and that'd be the, the cat, shame and embarrassment. Mm-hmm. But God is the promise in the middle of, right even before it comes. He is that promise. Thank you, mm-hmm. Lord. Thank you for that scripture. I'm going to go do some reading this morning. It makes a, a really big difference. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, I just want to also comment on that. And I think Joshua, this is Krishanda, Joshua uh, 1 mm-hmm. and 5 was perfect when you mentioned the promises. And I think right now is a time where people are feeling heavy and if you could just even take the time to google search god's promises just to remind yourself just to bring yourself peace as you journey through the holidays and all the trials right now um joshua 1 if i was good just kind of a good reminder and just go and find the other ones because god has promised us so many things and we just have to keep them before us as we go press through i'm back on mute thanks for your declaration it was great 
Amen. Yeah, it, Dion, it, it makes a difference. Hey, Lady Doc, go ahead, babe. This is Diane. I just wanted to comment on what uh, Miss D says. You know, we need to open our mouths and not be ashamed of our past because our past is just what it is. And that's why God said we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. It's when we keep our testimony to ourselves and we are too ashamed to tell people how God brought us out of what whatever it was then that's how the enemy can keep that over you. But once you start sharing your past, your past is your past. And once you start sharing it with others, then the enemy can't hold that over your head. And so we're to open our mouth. I remember when I first got on this call almost six years ago that you used to always say, open your mouth. You you can't keep things to yourself. Because God gave it to you to tell somebody else of how you got through this. And your testimony is to help others that don't know the power of God, uh, don't know Christ. And we're to share that with one another. My past is my past. My life is an open book. Now, I can tell anybody what happened to me because there's no shame no more. God freed me from that last year when I was in Michigan. And so when when someone asked me, you know, what about this blessed hope? I can tell them the hope that Christ has given me of a new life, of a glorious life, you know, because my testimony is no secret. And so we're to tell the things that God has brought us out of so that the enemy can't hold that over your head anymore. And I just Thank you for that declaration this morning of talking about the Red Sea and what was our sea. And some of us are holding on to those things that we can't let go of because of shame and guilt. There is no more guilt. God has, has freed you from everything. And when you begin to know who Christ is in your life, then you won't be able to keep that to yourself anymore. Learning who Christ says you are. He says you are chosen. He chose you. We didn't choose him. He said you are a royal priesthood, that you are the apple of his eye. So learn and know who God says you are and who you are to Christ. Great declaration. You know, I love all your decoration. I learned so much when you're teaching, and I just Amen. praise God for you, and I pray that he replenish you in all that you pour out on this call. I love you, sis. Amen. I love you more. Amen. Anybody else? Hey, hey, Deontis. That's what I love about everybody. You know, you get stuff from everybody, you know, on this line. It ain't just, you get stuff from everybody, right. but just by opening you know, your mouth, and that's so true. Oh, glory. Thank you, Father. But I'm just so excited for just listening and what you once again remind me of is, you know, the promises. He's with you right there in the wilderness. Just the praise. It's all in continuing to praise and never quit. And, and just to, um, not just that, it's just the word of the renewing of our mind and the word, how it's impacting, and, you know, for me and my heart in this wilderness to know that he is with me. And, and remind, you know, that is so true. How y'all, you know, what you just said about remind yourself of the promise at the end of it. Because that's the main thing that, that I really hold on to, guys. 
that I have, you know, really wrote down and, and have in my prayer strategy is, you know, the, the promises, and there's so many of them. When you Google it, I was like, whoa, wow. Like, God, uh-huh. there's so many of them. But I just, once uh-huh. again, um, got um, re-fired re this morning about, you know, don't give up, don't quit. It's 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 going to always be something that's going to try to keep you from, um, you know, the, the, from not being on your path that God, you know, he had for me. It's going to be always something that's going to try to come and distract. I get that, and I'm just so grateful for how the Spirit has let me see them now, how the light is, you know, shining them out, you know, busting them uh-huh. out now, where I can be able to cover it and cast down and cut off and You know what I mean? So now I'm just so grateful for that now. You know what I mean? Where it ain't all about like, oh, what's going on? I don't know why. What's going on? I'm, I'm asking God to help me, you know. No, it was just, you know, I didn't know what to do besides that. But God has now equipped us, equipped me to know what to do in those times, to know that and to remind, just a reminder that he is with me no matter what, no matter what. You know what I'm saying? And that's just, and just what's him saying, he, you'll read the apple of his eye. That just sparked something in my heart again. Like, yes, I'm the apple in his eye, you know, things that we got to remind ourselves because when you get up, it's a trip of how it's the enemy of trying to make you forget, that, not forget, but just, you know, cover that with clouds of, like, make you feel gloomy or whatever, you know, what may be going on to not focus on what he's doing for you and what he's doing in your life. You know what I mean? I just, I'm just continually being reminded to just trust the Mona. That's why I don't, that's why I continue to even um, um, tap into this line right here because that's where I get from it. No, you ain't going to give up. You're going to continue to trust them. And you're going to continue to get more and more information to grow. It's about kingdom living. You know, I just love you. I love you. Oh, I love man. to clear victory. I mean, when I say that, I mean that with everything in me, y'all. I love y'all. Everybody that comments, I get some out of it. I, You know, it's just I love how the Holy Spirit uses us. He uses us to um, help each other. That's why I don't care what. I don't care what nobody said. Mona go open her mouth. I shall not. I shall not. I am not going to be ashamed. I am not going to be put back in that box of of being condemned or nothing like that. That I I know. I know where, where I've been, and I I I love that I could tell it now because I was ashamed before. You know, I wasn't trying to tell nobody that you know I smoked crack. That I you know what I'm saying. I did it while I was pregnant. The heck, I would never let that come out my mouth. You know what I'm come saying? On. But that's that's gonna come help on. somebody on today. That's yeah. gonna help somebody on. on today. I would not. I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm looking for. You know, I'm ready to go wherever to the recovery places. You know, let them know. Don't hold that. Don't hold that if you did that. Because I had to do that. You know what I'm saying? I had to go to treatment. I went to a place where it was women and children. You know, pregnant. You know, it was healthy babies, mm-hmm. and I remember that, you know, we was they was all pregnant, but I had just had my son. He was only a week old, you know, so Man. it was just crazy to me how that shame was holding me down, bitterness, and that rejection was holding me down, you know, just was killing me. But the freedom. Amen. but to God yeah. be the glory. God be the glory, Listen. come on. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm sorry, I done went all into that. Oh, I it's know, okay. You know, hey, Mona, are you available during the day? Yes, I am. <laughs> I, I get off work from Yvonne at 10 o'clock. I was going to answer the same thing. Yes. Can I have your number? Yes, you can. 510 470 
Um, two seven zero three. Yvonne was saying something too. Two seven zero three. This is pretty Patrice. I know. I'm gonna I call know you. you. Okay. Oh, okay. Mona. All right. Thank Mona. you for sharing. Yeah. What about the fruit of your womb, honey? What the oh Bible yes, if my that? fruit of my womb is blessed. Wow. Yeah. I did not. If it was not for Dondria, you guys, it's such a blessing. It's such a blessing of how them arrows. Because I didn't even get to that strategy in my prayer. I didn't even think of that. God used her to point that arrow. You know what I mean? It's just such a, God is such a blessing. He uses us. Open your mouth. He uses us. Because if I did not say it, if I, you know what I'm saying? She wouldn't even, wouldn't even thought, the spirit wouldn't even gave her that discernment to even bring it. You know what I mean? And to renew, I cast out, I cast out all imaginations that exalt you, exalt itself above Christ. I can't, you know, everything, you know what I'm saying? Come she was just bringing it. You know, I was like, yes. And it was just like, God, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 it lit my fire to go looking, to go seeking in the scriptures. You know what I'm saying? What what, yeah, what he said to it, me. That's what it's made to do. You know, I was exactly. like, whoa. And then that's how the scriptures start coming alive to me. Yes. It, it just, it before it didn't that's make sense. That's it happened. Yes, yes it didn't ma'am. make sense. You know, I was just like, okay, is he talking back in the day? Or is he talking now? You know, I was just like, what? But it, it ain't like that. It's now. It's alive. It's now. Don't even think of it that way. So it's the renewing of yeah. the mind. And, and we, I love it. She, it she always say, the mind of Christ, the mind of Christ be in my mind. We started, you know, the made the mind of Christ. You know, we gotta, we gotta reignite that in us. Otherwise, Amen. it's just like He's gonna keep on trying to steal and kill and destroy it, and and Amen. everything. Like what the lady said the other day about even in your dreams coming, still in your dreams. I was like, yeah, oh my God, you know, whoa, praise I'm, God, yeah, that's crazy. good. Listen, but that that right there. So just teachable moment. So even even Mona's excitement is about finding her sound of victory. And we all, there is a, a reckoning that happens. And so her zeal, her tenacity, her excitement about her liberty is nothing more than what each one of us has to go through to get to the other side, that place where you have the power to use your words to change your um, perspective because your circumstance may not change, right? Your situation may not change, but what will is how you process it and how you feel about it. Freedom is a decision. Notice that when they were at a place of reckoning and preparing to go to the other side and they saw the enemy on the backside of the mountain immediately, folks began to say, see, I told you we should stay. See, I told you we'd have been better off staying in our history, serving our history, uh, being boxed in where we were set to be boxed in. I told you uh, we wouldn't win. And so you got to remember, your history will try to talk back to you and tell you it's useless. Your circumstance will attempt, and, and what about when it's not your history? What about when it's your current circumstances? See, because I'm, I'm going to tell you the truth. I enjoyed being a sinner. But I had fun. I was balling. I had all the dudes and all the dough. Listen, I enjoyed it. Sin right? has pleasure. 
listen, but at the end of the day, what I recognized was that my pleasure would soon lead to an eternity of pain. That's the reckoning floor. That's the trading floor that we talk about. And so you, you may be comfortable in your boxed-in place. I was boxed-in to coming up. Like I, I wasn't, I didn't have no horrible time, right, I, for real. But when the hand of God is on your life, when the finger of God is on your life and has called you and set you apart, there is an answer. You cannot ignore his voice. It's impossible. It, just, it doesn't happen. And so know that even if you are comfortable um, in your place of, of sin, which will lend or lead to a place of pain, I assure you, if you keep on listening to God, you keep on trusting God, he will draw you out of darkness because it's what you're called to. Amen. Anybody else? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is Yolanda. I got to say something. Mona, lit me up. I'm on fire. Hallelujah. Listen, listen. Oh, my I'm God. On. Let me just say hallelujah. So we talk about, so I can really relate to Ramona, what Mona said because I'm, re, I'm a recovering addict and that space of my life, if you will. But I remember when it first when I first started coming um to or coming to believe as they say in the program. But whether we're talking about being one hundred or being transparent or being or 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 admitting our past sins or making amends, whatever the verbiage is in the program I was real clear when I when when my mind cleared up from 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 the drugs and that life that how everything in the twelve steps is directly related to God in the Bible, and I knew for myself that what they call the higher power is only Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. So when I give my life to God, when they say in the third step, uh, I made a decision to turn my will and my life over to the care of God, as I understand them, my understanding standing this guy. I don't know what they call him over there. <laughs> but I know it's Jesus. And when they talk and so when you talk about where you come from and 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 you know uh that pride and ego that will stop you for, for letting people know who you are or what you've been through, that's freedom, man. Oh my God, that is freedom and I am so grateful that God chose me, delivered me from the things of my past. Right. So for me, it's like I went to a meeting this past weekend and I was chosen to share some of my experience, some of my hope, it, you know, my past. And I remember thinking, Yolandra, you've come a long way and and, you know, you don't want this this CD to get in the hands of people you work with because they'll know that you're a dope fiend. Right. And immediately I had missed that. A, I'm not a dope fiend anymore. B, I really don't care because I need to be free. And my experience and my strength will give somebody else what they need to know that God is all there is. And I remember when I was speaking last Saturday, I remember I kept saying, Lord, Lord, instead of saying higher power or God, whatever they want to call it over there, right? I remember saying, ooh, girl, in my mind, you can't say, you're not supposed to say Lord. I'm like, I don't care because that's my Savior, 
right? And so what Mona was talking about, you know, her the things she, she's done in her past, all the abortions that I've had, oh, my God, I can't even count them. I don't even know. But my spirit is not burdened down with that guilt anymore. And so when they talk about, you know, uh, the transformation of uh, transformation of our mind and the renewal of our thinking, you know, th- they say in the program how, you know, our, our, our mind is supposed to shift, right? And, and how our thinking is supposed to shift. But that shift and that transformation only comes from my willingness to serve God. I have done so yes, much, Dion. I have done so much in my life, and it is just amazing to me. I, I say it's inexpressible about how God has changed my 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 life. You said that, you know, you enjoyed sin, and I did too. But now when I think about doing something, let me tell you what I did Sunday at church. Now, I don't have any uh, tissue in my house, like boxes of tissue. I use it a lot. And I'm in church, and I see a box of tissue. And I go up to a box of tissue after church. I pick up the box of tissue with the intent of taking the box of tissue out of the church. And when I made a pit stop in the bathroom, the Holy Spirit said, if you don't leave that tissue here, what is wrong with you? You got money. Buy your own tissue. What is wrong with you? And I say, yes, Jesus. I mean, it's like those mm-hmm. small things I realize, those small things that I do, the, the things I do that I don't want to do, that I do anyway, the, the Holy Spirit has the power to, 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 to stop me dead in my tracks. Mm-hmm. And it, it reminds me that I am still, I am, I, I'm still faulty. But I'm only faultless when God looks at me through the eyes of Jesus and the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit corrects me. And when I obey, oh, my God. Dion, I become so full. I love this call. I think Diane was saying, I love this call. It has done so much for me. And I try to tell people, you need to get on this call, man. You need to get on this call. I'm telling you. But they don't, they don't want to hear it. They, they don't want to do it. They, they just don't. I don't know what it is. Don't you want to be free? And then my mind tells me, this ain't the only way to get free, Alondra. But this is the way. <laughs> it ain't no other way. Listen, there, there, there's the not another way. We see that sister this that says she's free. And some people don't want yes, to pay the not. price. No, they don't. So I am grateful, grateful, grateful for this call. I be feeling some kind of way sometime, but it don't even make no difference because I know God has robbed me from a lot. Oh, my God, Dion, I cannot express to you how full I get when I think about God's glory and what he's done for me. Yes. Mm. Hallelujah. Well, listen, 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 listen. He is faithful. And even even when you think about it, those little bitty things, the, the beautiful thing is this, Yolanda. You hear him. <laughs> hey. See, there's, there's somebody out there that doesn't hear him. You see? There's somebody. somebody go ahead. I'm sorry. This is Diane. I just want to tell Yolanda. I've told everybody in my church about this call, and, you know, they don't want to hear it, but when they get ready to hear it, just have an open arm, because I know that this call has brought me a mighty long way, and I know in my heart, without a shadow of doubt, it's nothing but the Holy Spirit. So when they when they do need you, just accept them and and have your arms open wide because they will need you one day. And they will, if they don't get on this call, it's to their loss. 
you know, yeah. and, and yeah. you know, you can, it's just like the Bible says, take the dust off of your feet and keep going. You know, yeah. all you can do is pray for people. You can't make anybody get on this call. So right. I post it every now and then, a number, and, and a couple of people get on, but they don't say anything. But that's okay, too. So you just you just be there with open arms when they do come to you. Because yeah, I, I thank God for this call. I Amen. thank I God for, for Dion, her being, her being obedient, her and Tanya. And Amen. it's just, you know, I, I give, I give, I try to give when I can, you know, because this call, you know, as said in the past, it costs to keep going. And when we realize that, we need to pour into it when we can because they, too, have things that has to be taken care of, and they, too, need replenishing when they pour out every day. So, and I just thank God for this call and for everyone on here. God has given me a whole new family, and I appreciate each of you. Love you. That's it. Before we close, Sister Dion, I want to say that, you know, after they walk through the exodus, the exodus of coming out of bondage, going through that wilderness experience, a lot of people died because they they didn't go and embrace the fullness of God. They stayed in the land of murmuring and complaining and not looking towards the promised land. And when God is bringing us into the promised land, it's going to be some trials. It's going to be some giants out there in that wilderness place. But to remind, be mindful that this is a temporary. This too shall pass. You know, the health issues I'm dealing with, this too shall pass. And keeping my eyes on that promise that God is with me and will never leave and forsake me. And he got this. It's up to me how I go through that valley and wilderness experience and being mindful. That scripture from Joshua, that's one for me to walk with today. I, I love it. I'm going to do some more reading because that's a temp- it's a temporary state. All this is temporary. So we just passing from here to the, to the glory of God to the next place and just keep going through level after level after level. Thank you. I'm thankful for what I heard this morning. God bless you guys. Hey, this is Keisha again, just uh-huh. really quick, because I know Dion had wanted to say something, but I did um, text that Joshua scripture to my children, and they're just being encouraged, and I also wanted to um, speak to Yolanda about um, there's certain people that are comfortable in their mess, and I know that I heard Dion say that before, so you just continue to pray for them, and when it's their time, they will come. God bless you all. I love you. Good stuff. Somebody else was trying to say something. Go ahead. Anybody, anybody? Amen. Well, listen, if you are not inspired, uh, if you are not encouraged, if you are not confident that you can make it through not only today, but make it through to the other side with victory, imminent victory in mind. It's because you've made a decision that winning is not an option. Um, you've got to get to a place where no matter uh, what is happening, you remember um, that promises are imminent. 
that they must happen because he said it, keeping in mind that in Exodus, he was with uh, Moses, and all the way in Joshua, he was with Joshua. So if you start to remember that the word propels itself forward, stands still, and covers the past simultaneously, remember that as he was with Moses, so shall he be with you. And with that said, if nobody else has anything, it is 8 a.m. And um, I am persuaded to pursue this morning. I'm Amen. persuaded to pursue. So I'm, I'm going to get my Good life stuff. today. Amen. God be praised. And um, just, just a heads up real quick. Somebody just sold something. And I want you to know that that was a big deal. Um, mm -hmm. And you may feel some kind of way about it. Do not. Amen. Thank you. Um, consistently, I, I appreciate you. Um, you know, some people feel a kind of way. Listen, we all, as my grandmother would call it, in a tight. <laughs> that was so funny to me when she used to say that. Now, I'm in a tight right now. Grandma, what exactly does that mean, ma'am? What is a tight? Uh, but today, listen, I know what it feels like to be in a tight. <laughs> but to God be the glory, he still deserves the glory and the honor forever and ever. Amen. So I love you guys. I pray that you have a day that is strengthened in the Lord. If you get faint at heart, dare you to read Exodus, the 14th chapter. There are steps in place that will push you to the other side, remembering that the dark cloud came to blow away what was in your way of crossing to the other side. And then that same dark wind, that same dark cloud and those winds that were tossing you back and forth will capsize every enemy you think you have. I just want you to be encouraged. Amen. I just, I just want you to be encouraged. Keep going. You will absolutely win if you don't quick. And remember that there's a seashore in store for you to glance back at, um, I, could, I could say random cuss words right now because uh, it would be befitting. You'll glance back at those enemies, those things that you felt had you uh, upside down. Just trust and believe that God is not slack concerning his promises toward you and that uh, his word will come to pass in your life. Love you guys for life. Have an amazing day. Hear you right back here. Brother Phil is going to share tomorrow. I'm excited. I don't know what he's going to say, but I'm here for all of it. Amen. What down? This one down. <laughs> Amen. What up, though? That's what he's going to say first. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're about to hear a lot of laughter. Amen. Hey, I love his laugh. Love you guys. Man. Have a wonderful day I today. I love you guys. Have, Have a, great a wonderful day, guys. day, everyone. Love you guys. Have a great day, everyone. Bye, guys.